0: So I always tell my son, don't get too comfortable in a temporary place because you never know when you're going to have to get up and go. And I think I think like this because of all of the things that I've been through in my life. Like I've always had like a backpack type of life, like get up and go. Don't get too comfortable. You know, my mom bounced me around a lot. I went to a lot of different schools. Um, growing up. And I'm saying this just to say, you know, after everything that my son and I have been through throughout these past few years, you know, on the episode that I just updated today after being gone for such a while, um, I'm going to point out the fact that Every day that I drop my son off at school, I pull my camera out. Because of what I have been through with DPS, I've learned to just go ahead and keep things recorded, okay? And my son just started going to this school. Today, it's been 14 days that my son has been at this school after being home school for two years. And as I'm picking my son up, this teacher who when I first met the first day seemed a little too nice. But, you know, people who usually introduce themselves very nicely, like too nice, they're usually phony. You know, but I didn't judge her. You know, I came into this new school with an open mind, um, you know, just giving everyone a chance. And so today, as I'm picking my child up, I have my phone in my hand and I'm recording. And these teachers they're not realizing that I'm recording you know the way um, that they are responding to me and my presence and the way that they are dismissing my child um, and so I pretty much caught them off guard and the teachers just got very uncomfortable that I have my camera in her face and as I'm walking up, you know, this is the second time, the first time I didn't have my, my camera on my phone the other day, but after the other day, you know, I learned to have your phone in your hand, Jazz, because anything happens, so. As I'm walking in, into the classroom to pick my child up for dismissal, one of his teachers, he has two teachers in his classroom. One of them comes, um, she kind of just like runs past me, like walks past me very roughly with an attitude, like shrugging her shoulders and mumbling under her breath. And um, the other teacher said something to her and looked away. And then I had like caught her in the room. And you know, when I was video recording, video recording, I didn't realize what was going on. You know, I just am video recording for my own protection, for me and my child's own protection for everything that we went through. But as I sat and rewatched the video, the teacher who won—I've only known for 14 days, two—I have never disrespected in any type of way, no conflicts or anything—and three, you know, with my child on a regular basis, walks past me with an attitude stating, "Ugh, I don't like her," um, and then making a negative comment about my makeup. <laughs> And I didn't even realize, you know, I didn't know that she didn't like me. I haven't, I've only known this woman for 14 days. And what I think it is, is maybe she's envious of me. You know, like, I'm just like, you don't have a reason not to like me. And at the end of the day, what I do know is that today in today's society, we are definitely facing a spiritual warfare And what I've learned, you know, I don't go to church every Sunday, but I am low-key a Bible thumper, and I am very spiritually grounded, and I do step into the church at least once a month. And, you know, with that being said, I am, I have my third eye is open. My third eye is open. So, um, what I do know is, it's the devil inside of her that is being agitated by my spirit because I have a very cleansed, pure spirit. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but at the end of the day, I make pretty good choices within myself. And so it kind of just, it hurt my feelings a little bit after I watched it. And I'm just like, oh my God, my son has only been in school for 14 days and these teachers are already disrespecting me. And so now I'm feeling offended and it's only Thursday and my child wants to go to school tomorrow but i'm kind of just like you know what i think i'm gonna keep him home tomorrow and at this point maybe i should just go ahead and speak to the principal bring it to the principal's attention see if either my son can move to a different classroom or if the teacher can be checked because at the end of the day i mean she still is just an employee so she still can be fired you know what i'm saying and i'm not trying to you know I'm not trying to get anybody fired. But at the end of the day, I don't deserve any disrespect being thrown my way from somebody who I don't even know. And so this is really just an update and mental note. And, you know, probably just I'm sharing my experience because dealing with DPS schools, I have already gone through enough, which is the reason why I kept my child out of school for so long. And then towards the end of that two years, I was really just being pressured by the environment, this war zone that Warren Village places in, you know, being pressured to put my son back in school. And so I didn't let the pressure get the best of me. But when my child's personality started reflecting, you know, that te- negativity bouncing off of others, you know, I went with, okay, maybe I should have an open mind. He's well trained enough, you know, to be able to come home and tell me whether or not he's uncomfortable. And he has not, you know, expressed to me at all in any type of way that he's been uncomfortable. However, you know, when he does come home from school, there's like a spirit on him that is like very irritating, you know, and I know my child. Because like I said, 365 times two is a very long time to be with your child. And it's not like, okay, my son has been homeschooled and I've had family support, like my mom is helping me, my dad is helping me, my brothers and my sisters are helping me, my son's dad and his family are helping me. No, when I say that I have been raising my child for 365 days times two, I mean exactly that. Me, myself, and I. I do not have a support system. My child does not have a support system. And in the past, every time that I have come to the system for help with my child, they have either pushed me away or disrespected both me and my child, you know, to to an extent that it makes me feel very uncomfortable. And so at this point, I'm very outspoken and I don't have a problem pointing out situations that make me or my son feel uncomfortable because I have let a lot slide that I have not, I I should not have let slide. You know, I've been very patient as far as not pursuing with the lawsuit on anyone. But at this point, I'm, I'm not going to tolerate any disrespect from any teacher because at the end of the day, a teacher is just an employee that can be replaced you know you can be fired and somebody else can take your spot just like that to whereas a child's parent is their parent for life so I just want to make this a mental note to get it off of my chest because it is it was bothering me you know I just I didn't even realize you know but the first time you know I noticed her attitude um was I was talking to her about something and you know, I didn't have my sunglasses on. And those of you who know me in person know I have eyes that change colors and it's very intense sometimes. No, they are not contacts. I was born with colorful eyes that literally change colors, like just regularly. And I was talking to her and as I'm looking her in her eyes, she kind of just like looked away very disrespectfully and walked off, you know, cutting me off. And then the second time, um, as I'm going into the classroom, she's kind of like rushing, like running. It it was kind of like she was running, like her force, you know, was like running towards me. It's weird. And she just ran, like forced herself past me. And I was just like, okay, you know, like I don't care about the negativity, whatever, just do your job. But then today as I'm picking my son up, you know, I'm just like, just keep your camera in your hand, you know, just, you know, just because of, already getting the vibe from them the the vibe has just been very disrespectful so I'm just like you know I can't just you know bring into court oh her vibe was that but with you having your actions displayed on camera I mean you can't deny that because it's on camera and so yeah I mean I'm gonna label this segment busted because it's only been 14 days and my son's new teacher is already busted (laughs) Peace for now, y'all. What's up y'all? It's your girl, Miss Jazz, on my hashtag beautiful underscore pain podcast. I know it's been a minute, but I just been getting my life together. If you know my struggle, you know my story, you know, for the past Well, two to four years, me and my son have really been going through the rafters. I am an alumni, you know, with the Warren Village program. The Warren Village program is an assisted living for single parents, both mothers and fathers in the state of Denver, Colorado. You know, I completed the program successfully and these women placed me and my child in a very um, dangerous environment. They placed us in a war zone. And so I ended up having to take my son out of school when he was three years old. And I tried to put him back in when he was four. I put him in a daycare. We had another, you know, we had another bad, we had two bad experiences. And then so I kept him home for another year. Um, but, you know, it's it's been to a point, you know, after that two year mark, he's like needing to be around other kids and I'm needing to be around adults and. You know, needing to be able to just be able to live our own lives outside of each other. So, I went ahead and enrolled him. I found a a pretty good school. So far, we haven't had any issues. And, you know, every day I ask him, like, are you going back to school tomorrow? Which is just my way, you know, I'm checking and making sure if he feels comfortable and safe enough, you know, to go back to the school of the choice that we chose. So, um, this is actually our second week and things are going pretty good so far. I mean... I recognize the demons within the person's spirit like these staff you know but my son is trained well enough now to be able to let me know what's going on when we're not around and so far our lines of communication have been very good he's happy I'm happy and it just really feels good to get this ball rolling and so not only is my son back in school but I'm also back in school as well and so with um, Ending with that, I want to go into the topic of not giving up. Um, see, when I've been in college for a long time, and I would, I didn't come from the type of family where it was embedded in me to finish school. Like my mom didn't finish high school, and my dad didn't finish high school, and I'm the oldest on both sides, and I was the first one to actually finish high school, and so. It wasn't really embedded in me to finish school because I come from, you know, like the ghettos of Colorado where people are, you know, running the streets. And when I say running the streets, I mean like bar hopping all the time, um, you know, selling drugs, gang banging, that type of thing. And so I ended up, you know, going to Job Corps and succeeding through the program because my choice to succeed and you know, just pretty much got my life together. And so once I graduated from Job Corps, I ended up enrolling in a college and I chose to go to a community college Um, because like I said, if it's not embedded in you to go to school, um, nine times out of 10, you're not really sure what you wanna get a degree in. And tuition is expensive and so, I personally would suggest, you know, if you do come the type of from the type of lifestyle that I come from, and you're one of those ones who made it out of, I like to say, the bucket, because I come from a place of crabs in a bucket, you know, people being mentally imprisoned within their own mind, not knowing how to get themselves out. If you are one of those people who made it out of that bucket because you set yourself free within your own mind and you have, you know, continue your education and you're not really sure what you want to degree in but you know that you want to attend college and you know that you want some credentials under your belt i would highly recommend um, starting at a community college within your state Um, you save money that way because if you were to enroll in a university say oh they have this program that i want at the university but they don't have it at the community college i think what you have to realize is that you're still gonna end up taking some of those same courses. So from like the courses that you would be taking at the university, if they offer those courses towards that degree at the community college, I would advise to just start there because it'll save you a lot more money because with the university you'll be overpriced for those same courses that you could take at a community college. And so another thing is that, you know, don't rush, take your time because if you rush, you might have to start all over. And starting over is hard. (laughs) But I have got myself back into school after a break. Um, You know, after the Warren Village, I was on an SAP appeal during my time there. And the community college that I was going to was actually working with the Warren Village program behind the scenes. And I was on an appeal because after I had my son, I withdrew from school um, after I had received my financial aid, but I only withdrew because I was offered a really good job. And so I went ahead and I took the job and I worked for a little bit. And then once my son got a little bit older, I went ahead and got back into school. But during this time, I was on an academic progress report or progress appeal, which means like they like really watching your grades and everything during the time of you receiving money for financial aid and so i was passing all of my courses i was doing good i passed sociology psychology rest of civilization and then my statistics course was the last course that i had to pass in order to be like at the end of my academic progress and so i'm telling you guys i worked my ass off in this course Statistics is hard. There are a lot of formulas. Like, it's a very complicated subject. And I'm telling you guys, I did pretty damn good. And this teacher did not pass me by seven points. Seven points that I know that I passed with. And I knew it was vindictive because he didn't even fail me with an F. He failed me with a D. Which goes to show you how stereotyped this city is you guys colorado is really becoming overpopulated with white supremacy so well at least denver for sure i can't speak about you know other cities out here because i haven't been in a lot of other cities but i know denver and aurora if you are considering moving to colorado just know there is a lot of white supremacy going on in this part of the world so just be cautious of that and so with not having that um, passing grade for statistics, I ended up having to struggle a little bit with school. They took away my financial aid. I had to find a way around it. Once I did get it back, I had to take my son out of school, so I wasn't really focused on my work. But then, you know, God just kept speaking to my spirit, like, don't give up, you know, you come so far. Don't look back, just keep going. And so, I went ahead and I submitted an appeal and it was denied, y'all. And I was so sad. And, you know, I sat on it for a little bit, but God was like, don't give up. You know, Spirit just kept talking to me, like, you got this girl, keep going. And so, what I did is I appealed that appeal, y'all. And guess what? Your girl's back in school. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so, this semester, I'm actually taking a philosophy course. And I'm also taking Introduction to Personal Communications. And so I've already uh, started my philosophy course. And it's going pretty well. Like I got a a 100 on my first essay. I got an 87 on my second essay. I've passed both of my quizzes with at least an 80, which is pretty good. And so I'm just like really excited. I love to learn. Because like I said, I come from... The ghettos of colorado where a lot of people are stuck in prison in their own mind however i like to read as a hobby i was always in a book or always writing it's literally like education is key y'all like if you want to make it out all you got to do is set yourself free pick up some good inspirational books but even with that you got to be careful because It's a lot of poison, you know, like they'll teach you something. They'll they'll turn around and unteach it to you in the same stance. So you just got to, you know, be awakened within your own mind to know what is good for your soul and what is not. And so just, you know, the best advice I could give you is just don't give up. You know, things will get hard and sometimes you feel like, I just can't do this anymore. Oh my God, I'm breaking down. You know, those are the points where your faith within yourself and within your spirituality is being tested. And it's like it even states, you know, in some scripture that if you can handle the little bit that I'm giving to you, if you can handle the little bit of responsibility that I'm giving to you with the peace of mind, I'll go on ahead and bless you with the bigger things in life. But you got to show me that you can take care of the little things first. And so You know, that's just what I've been going through for these past two years. It's been very hard. You know, I've been driving since I was like 17 and I haven't had my car in like two years. And it's been hard, y'all, but, you know, I'm getting this ball rolling. Got to get my car, got my little job, you know, lined up. It's just, things are looking much better and I'm feeling much better. You know, I'm not pushing people away anymore. I'm embracing love, peace, positive energy and so. I know it's been a minute since I have updated my podcast, but I just been going through some things mentally and didn't really know how to come to the microphone um, with being able to spread positive energy rather than negativity, but I'm back and I appreciate the love tenfold, y'all. Peace for now. What's up y'all? It's your girl, Miss Jazz, on my hashtag beautiful underscore pain podcast. I know it's been a minute, but I've just been getting my life together. If you know my struggle, you know my story, you know, for the past four well two to four years, me and my son have really been going through the rafters. I am an alumni, you know, with the Warren Village program. The Warren Village program is an assisted living For single parents both mothers and fathers in the state of Denver Colorado you know I completed the program successfully and these women placed me and my child in a very um, dangerous environment they placed us in a war zone and so I ended up having to take my son out of school when he was three years old and I tried to put him back in when he was four I put him in a daycare we had another you know, we had another bad, we had two bad experiences. And then, so I kept him home for another year. Um, but you know, it's it's been to a point, you know, after that two year mark, he's like needing to be around other kids and I'm needing to be around adults and, you know, needing to be able to just be able to live our own lives outside of each other. So I went ahead and enrolled him. I found a, a pretty good school so far. We haven't had any issues and, you know, every day I asked him, like, are you going back to school tomorrow? Which is just my way, you know, I'm checking and making sure if he feels comfortable and safe enough, you know, to go back to the school, the choice that we chose. So um, this is actually our second week and things are going pretty good so far. I mean, I recognize the demons within the person's spirit, like these staff, you know, but my son is trained well enough now to be able to let me know what's going on when we're not around. So far, our lines of communication have been very good. He's happy, I'm happy. And it just really feels good to get this ball rolling. So not only is my son back in school, but I'm also back in school as well. And so with um, ending with that, I want to go into the topic of not giving up. Um, See, when I've been in college for a long time, and I would—I didn't come from the type of family where it was embedded in me to finish school. Like my mom didn't finish high school and my dad didn't finish high school. And I'm the oldest on both sides and I was the first one to actually finish high school. And so it wasn't really embedded in me to finish school because I come from, you know, like the ghettos of Colorado where people are, you know, running the streets. And when I say running the streets, I mean like, bar hopping all the time um, you know selling drugs gang banging that type of thing and so I ended up you know going to Job Corps and succeeding through the program because my choice to succeed and you know just pretty much got my life together and so once I graduated from Job Corps I ended up enrolling in a college and I chose to go to a community college um, because like I said, if it's not embedded in you to go to school, um, nine times out of ten, you're not really sure what you want to get a degree in. And tuition is expensive. And so I personally would suggest, you know, if you do come the type of from the type of lifestyle that I come from and you're one of those ones who made it out of, I like to say, the bucket because I come from a place of crabs in a bucket, you know, people being mentally imprisoned within their own mind, not knowing how to get themselves out. If you are one of those people who made it out of that bucket because you set yourself free within your own mind and you have, you know, continued your education and you're not really sure what you want to degree in, but you know that you want to attend college and you know that you want some credentials under your belt, I would highly recommend Um, starting at a community college within your state. Um, You save money that way, because if you were to enroll in a university, say, oh, they have this program that I want at the university, but they don't have it at the community college. I think what you have to realize is that you're still gonna end up taking some of those same courses. So from like the courses that you would be taking at the university, if they offer those courses towards that degree at the community college, I would advise to just start there because it'll save you a lot more money because with the university, you'll be overpriced for those same courses that you could take at a community college. And so another thing is that, you know, don't rush, take your time because if you rush, you might have to start all over and starting over is hard. <laughs> but I have got myself back into school after a break. Um, you know, after the Warren Village, they. I was on an SAP appeal during my time there and the community college that I was going to was actually working with the Warren Village program behind the scenes and I was on an appeal because after I had my son I withdrew from school um, after I had received my financial aid but I only withdrew because I was offered a really good job and so I went ahead and I took the job and I worked for a little bit and then Once my son got a little bit older, I went ahead and got back into school. But during this time, I was on an academic progress report or progress appeal, which means like they're like really watching your grades and everything during the time of you receiving money for financial aid. And so I was passing all of my courses. I was doing good. I passed sociology, psychology, rest of civilization. And then my statistics course was the last course that I had to pass in order to be like at the end of my academic progress and so I'm telling you guys I worked my ass off in this course statistics is hard there are a lot of formulas like it's a very complicated subject and I'm telling you guys I did pretty damn good and this teacher did not pass me by seven points seven points that I know that I passed with And I knew it was vindictive because he didn't even fail me with a F. He failed me with a D. Which goes to show you how stereotyped this city is, you guys. Colorado is really becoming overpopulated with white supremacy. So, well, at least Denver, for sure. I can't speak about, you know, other cities out here because I haven't been in a lot of other cities, but I know Denver and Aurora, If you are considering moving to Colorado just know there is a lot of white supremacy going on in this part of the world so just be cautious of that and so with not having that um, passing grade for statistics I ended up having to struggle a little bit with school they took away my financial aid I had to find a way around it once I did get it back I had to take my son out of school so I wasn't really focused on my work. But then, you know, God just kept speaking to my spirit, like, don't give up. You know, you come so far. Don't look back. Just keep going. And so I went ahead and I submitted a pill and it was denied, y'all. And I was so sad. And, you know, I sat on it for a little bit, but God was like, don't give up. You know, the spirit just kept talking to me like, you got this, girl. Keep going. And so what I did is I appealed that appeal, y'all. And guess what? Your girl's back in school. Woop woop. (laughs) So, this semester, I'm actually taking a philosophy course and I'm also taking Introduction to Personal Communications. And so, I've already uh, started my philosophy course and it's going pretty well. Like I got a a 100 on my first essay, I got an 87 on my second essay. I've passed both of my quizzes with at least an 80, which is pretty good. And so I'm just like really excited. I love to learn. Cause like I said, I come from the ghettos of Colorado where a lot of people are stuck in prison in their own mind. However, I like to read as a hobby. I was always in a book or always writing. It's literally like, education is key, y'all. Like, if you wanna make it out, all you gotta do is set yourself free. Pick up some good inspirational books, but even with that, you gotta be careful because there's a lot of poison, you know? Like, they'll teach you something, they'll they'll turn around and unteach it to you in the same stance. So you just gotta, you know, be awakened within your own mind to know what is good for your soul and what is not and so just you know the best advice I could give you is just don't give up you know things will get hard and sometimes you feel like I just can't do this anymore oh my god I'm breaking down you know those are the points where your faith within yourself and within your spirituality is being tested and it's like it even states you know in some scripture that if you can handle the little bit that I'm giving to you, if you can handle the little bit of responsibility that I'm giving to you with the peace of mind, I'll go on ahead and bless you with the bigger things in life. But you gotta show me that you can take care of the little things first. And so, you know, that's just what I've been going through for these past two years. It's been very hard. You know, I've been driving since I was like 17 and I haven't had my car in like two years. And it's been hard, y'all, but you know, I'm getting this ball rolling. Got to get my car, got my little job, you know, lined up. It's just, things are looking much better and I'm feeling much better. You know, I'm not pushing people away anymore. I'm embracing love, peace, positive energy. And so I know it's been a minute since I have updated my podcast, but I just been going through some things mentally and didn't really know how to come to the microphone. Um, with being able to spread positive energy rather than negativity. But I'm back, and I appreciate the love tenfold, y'all. Peace for now. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Miss Jazz. on my hashtag, beautiful underscore pain podcast. I know it's been a minute, but i just been getting my life together. If you know my struggle, you know my story, you know, for the past four, well, two to four years, me and my son have really been going through the rafters. I am an alumni, you know, with the Warren Village program. The Warren Village program is an assisted living for single parents, both mothers and fathers in the state of Denver, Colorado. You know, I completed the program successfully, and these women placed me and my child in a very um dangerous environments they placed us in a war zone, and so I ended up having to take my son out of school when he was three years old, and I tried to put him back in when he was four. I put him in a daycare we had another you know we had another bad we had two bad experiences, and then so I kept him home for another year um but you know it's it's been to a point you know after that two year mark he's like needing to be around other kids and I'm needing to be around adults and you know needing to be able to just be able to live our own lives outside of each other so I went ahead and enrolled him I found a, a pretty good school so far we haven't had any issues and you know every day I ask him like D- are you going back to school tomorrow which is just my way you know i checking and making sure if he feels comfortable and safe enough you know to go back to the school of the choice that we chose so Um, This is actually our second week, and things are going pretty good so far. I mean, I recognize the demons within the person's spirit, like these staff, you know, but my son is trained well enough now to be able to let me know what's going on when we're not around. And so far, our lines of communication have been very good. He's happy, I'm happy, and it just really feels good to get this ball rolling. so, not only is my son back in school, but... I'm also back in school as well, and so, with um, ending with that, I want to go into the topic of not giving up. Um, see, when I've been in college for a long time, and I would, I didn't come from the type of family where it was embedded in me to finish school. Like my mom didn't finish high school, and my dad didn't finish high school, and I'm the oldest on both sides, and I was the first one to actually finish high school. And so it wasn't really embedded in me to finish school because I come from, you know, like the ghettos of Colorado where people are, you know, running the streets. And when I say running the streets, I mean like bar hopping all the time, um, you know, selling drugs, gang banging, that type of thing. And so I ended up, you know, going to Job Corps and succeeding through the program because my choice to succeed and you know, just pretty much got my life together. And so once I graduated from Job Corps, I ended up enrolling in a college and I chose to go to a community college Um, because like I said, if it's not embedded in you to go to school, um, nine times out of 10, you're not really sure what you wanna get a degree in and tuition is expensive. And so I personally would suggest, you know, if you do come the type of from the type of lifestyle that I come from and you're one of those ones who made it out of, I like to say, the bucket, because I come from a place of crabs in a bucket, you know, people being mentally imprisoned within their own mind, not knowing how to get themselves out. If you are one of those people who made it out of that bucket because you, Set yourself free within your own mind, and you have you know continued your education and you're not really sure what you want to degree in, but you know that you want to attend college and you know that you want some credentials under your belt. I would highly recommend um starting at a community college within your state um, you save money that way because if you were to enroll in a university, say, "Oh, they have this program that I want at the university, but they don't have it at the community college. I think what you have to realize is that you're still going to end up taking some of those same courses so from like the courses that you would be taking at the university if they offer those courses towards that degree at the community college i would advise to just start there because it'll save you a lot more money because with the university you'll be overpriced for those same courses that you could take at a community college and so another thing is that you know, don't rush, take your time. Because if you rush, you might have to start all over. And starting over is hard. <laughs> but I have got myself back into school after a break. Um, you know, after the Warren Village, they, I was on an SAP appeal during my time there. And the community college that I was going to was actually working with the Warren Village program behind the scenes. and. I was on an appeal because after I had my son, I withdrew from school um, after I had received my financial aid. But I only withdrew because I was offered a really good job. And so I went ahead and I took the job and I worked for a little bit. And then once my son got a little bit older, I went ahead and got back into school. But during this time, I was on an academic progress report or progress appeal, which means like they're like really watching your grades and everything during the time of you receiving money for financial aid. And so, I was passing all of my courses. I was doing good. I passed sociology, psychology, restaurant civilization. And then my statistics course was the last course that I had to pass in order to be like at the end of my academic progress. And so, I'm telling you guys, I worked my ass off in this course statistics is hard there are a lot of formulas like it's a very complicated subject and i'm telling you guys i did pretty damn good and this teacher did not pass me by seven points seven points that i know that i passed with and i knew it was vindictive because he didn't even fail me with an f he failed me with a d which goes to show you how stereotyped this city is, you guys. Colorado is really becoming overpopulated with white supremacy. So, well, at least Denver, for sure. I can't speak about, you know, other cities out here because I haven't been in a lot of other cities, but I know Denver and Aurora, if you are considering moving to Colorado, just know there is a lot of white supremacy going on in this part of the world. So just be cautious of that. And so, with not having that um, passing grade for statistics, I ended up having to struggle a little bit with school. They took away my financial aid, I had to find a way around it. Once I did get it back, I had to take my son out of school, so I wasn't really focused on my work. But then, you know, God just kept speaking to my spirit, like, don't give up, you know, you come so far, don't look back, just keep going, and so, I went ahead and I submitted a pill, and it was denied, y'all, and I was so sad. And, you know, I sat on it for a little bit, but I was like, don't give up, you know? The Spirit just kept talking to me, like, you got this, girl, keep going. And so, what I did is I appealed that appeal, y'all, and guess what? Your girl's back in school, Woop, woop. And <laughs> So, this semester, I'm actually taking a philosophy course and I'm also taking introduction to personal communications. And so I've already uh, started my philosophy course and it's going pretty well. Like I got a, a 100 on my first essay. I got an 87 on my second essay. I've passed both of my quizzes with at least an 80, which is pretty good. And so I'm just like really excited. I love to learn. Cause like I said, I come from the ghettos of Colorado where a lot of people are stuck and imprisoned in their own mind. However, I like to read as a hobby. I was always in a book or always writing. And it's literally like education is key, y'all. Like if you wanna make it out, all you gotta do is set yourself free. Pick up some good inspirational books, but even with that you gotta be careful because it's a lot of poison, you know, like they'll teach you something, but they'll turn around and unteach it to you in the same stance. So you just gotta, you know, be awakened within your own mind to know what is good for your soul and what is not. And so just, you know, the best advice I could give you is just don't give up, you know, things will get hard. And sometimes you feel like I just can't do this anymore. Oh my God, I'm breaking down. You know, those are the points where your faith within yourself and within your spirituality is being tested. And it's like it even states, you know, in some scripture that if you can handle the little bit that I'm giving to you, if you can handle the little bit of responsibility that I'm giving to you with the peace of mind, I'll go on ahead and bless you with the bigger things in life. But you got to show me that you can take care of the little things first. And so, you know, that's just what I've been going through for these past two years. It's been very hard, you know. I've been driving since I was like 17, and I haven't had my car in like two years, and it's been hard, y'all, but, you know, I'm getting this ball rolling, about to get my car, got my little job, you know, lined up, it's just, things are looking much better, and I'm feeling much better, you know, I'm not pushing people away anymore, I'm embracing love, peace, positive energy, and so, I know it's been a minute since I have updated my podcast, but. I just been going through some things mentally and didn't really know how to come to the microphone um, with being able to spread positive energy rather than negativity. But I'm back and I appreciate the love tenfold, y'all. Peace for now. What's up y'all? It's your girl Miss Jazz on my hashtag beautiful pain podcast and I just want to let y'all know that I'm feeling kind of sad today I'm not even gonna lie I'm trying to keep my head strong but I got scammed out of a large amount of money I thought I was purchasing a vehicle through eBay uh nice ass bomb ass 1999 Chevrolet Tahoe you know I haven't driven in two years because my car was stolen And my life situation has just been really messed up. And so, you know, I accumulated the funds to be able to get a car. I finally spent the money on the car and it turns out that it was a fucking scam and there's nothing I can do to get my money back. So I'm really irritated and I really don't have anybody else to blame but myself because I should have done a little bit more research. It's just the first place I went to, I had the money on my card and I wasn't able to pull off the full amount at one time. So, and they wasn't—they weren't willing to work with me, you know, to make payments throughout the week. And so I was like, okay, I just went on to the next best thing that I found and I went ahead and spent the money on it and it turned out to be some fraudulent phony bullshit. So I'm out of a large amount of money that I was able to accumulate to purchase a vehicle to get myself off the ground. And there's nothing I can do about it really. <laughs> but charge it to the game. And so to be positive about it, I'm just looking at it, looking at the situation as well. At least, you know, I've sown a good seed into the universe. And, you know, I wasn't disrespectful to the person through email or whatever who scammed me out of the money. You know, I just simply prayed for that person and told them, look, God bless you. You know, I hope whatever you use the money that I needed that vehicle to get my child back and forth to school for and to be able to get back to work for. You know, I hope whatever you use that money for is worth the karma that is coming your way. And at the end of the day, God bless you. And so that's really all I could do and just let it go. Uh, it looks like I'm gonna have to wait to get a car for just a few more months and that's fine, I'm holding on. And then in addition to all of that, you know, my living situation is not very comfortable and I'm ready to move. And I had an I, you know, I had a, a plan with my boyfriend, but I broke up with him because he makes me feel very uncomfortable. I don't get along with his spirit. And he cheated on me and was trying to like involve me in a triangle relationship with the girl he cheated on me with. And, you know, I kinda, you know, at first I was considering it But then after, you know, spending some time with him, I just decided, no, I'm okay. I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, just do me. I deserve better, so. Everything works out the way that it's supposed to, when it's supposed to, and all that I can really do is just be patient and have some faith throughout it all, like I do. And so, God is good, I'm still standing, and I know everything will work out the way it's supposed to. On a good note, I got a 100 on my last essay for philosophy. That's three down, two more to go. And so uh, I'm doing really good in school right now. I'm proud of myself for that because it took me a while to get back in there and I'm in there like swimwear. So if you're listening, um, I really just ask that you pray for me and pray for my son, you know, Even though I'm not comfortable with these teachers at the DPS schools, um, you know, I just got to do what I got to do until I can get to where I need to be. And He's been homeschooled for two years and it wouldn't be fair to homeschool him, you know, again, just because of the simple fact his teacher doesn't like me for her own reasons, you know. I have a very powerful force, a very powerful spirit, and usually people who have demons on their spirits and are dealing with their own negativity in their own life, they don't, they usually don't like me. And it's because I agitate the demons in them. And that's fine, but at the end of the day, you know, do your job and keep it pushing. (laughs) But anyways, I'll update y'all later. Peace for now, y'all. It's been real hey y'all what's up it's your girl miss jazz on my hashtag beautiful underscore pain podcast what it do what it do today is really just on my heart to talk about missing someone from your past I'm sure I'm not the only one who's had this experience, and if I am, well, here I am to share it. Have you ever been in a relationship and your mind was just not mentally right for that relationship, and you did things to ruin that relationship, knowing that it was a good person that you were with? And after the fact that you guys have broken up, you really regretted it and you missed that person. It's like somebody that your heart always fiend for crave for and then finally when you got past that milestone you know you cried over it mentally you just had to pick up the pieces and move on even though in the back of your mind you're still like I really miss this person I miss this person so much I wish it would have worked um and then you, you're past that point to where now you guys are at least friends and when that person comes around in your presence you just like melt all over again and it's like you want to catch yourself like don't melt over this person because you don't know if this person is going to be consistent because of things that you've done in the past even though it hurts it's facts it's truth it's kind of something that I'm going through right now Um, over the past two years I've had two relationships and you know I had a really good man in my life and I just mentally was not in a position to treat him the way that he was supposed to be treated and I didn't realize that until you know I had moved on and had um, put myself in a relationship with a man that didn't really deserve me you know and it's like every time my ex comes around I always melt but I had to remind myself don't melt you know because you don't know when you're gonna see him again you know it's like we'll text and we'll talk up and down not consistently you know like I'll text and text and text and he'll hit me back every once in a while and sometimes he pops up and it's like I have to remind myself like just calm down I just I get overwhelmed because I've never had a connection with anyone the way that I connect with him it's like more of a spiritual thing yeah the sex was great and the mental stimulation was amazing but also the sex was always really intense between us it felt like it was more than just a physical thing it was like our spirits intertwining with one another and like just even when we just kissed you know i can feel like a very powerful energy exchange between the two of us and so you know it's just on my mind to say like if you have a good man hold on to him you know if there's something within yourself that you know you need to correct correct it girl because there are not too many good men out here, you know? Like, there are men out here who will, who will pretend to love you and care about you and all actuality. They're hating on your success because they don't want to see you elevate to the next level. You know, I'm not saying all men are like that, but I'm just saying, like, from my experience, you know, after breaking up with the man who I truly, really love, um, I ended up getting myself in a relationship with a man who I known my whole life. You know whose love just wasn't the same you know our energies I feel as if my energy and his energy were always colliding and I was just trying to make it work you know even after him hurting me um you know not verbally so much but more physically like in a commitment type of way he wasn't faithful he wasn't loyal you know, and I dealt with him for a whole year, and I just totally had to just put my hands up, like, look, bro, I can't do this with you anymore, you know, I I went about blocking him off my social media, and blocking him from my phone numbers, and, you know, I just had to let that chapter of my life go, and it's crazy, because as I let that chapter go, the man who I have a strong feeling for, you know, found his way back into my life, I don't know I'm hoping that you know he's willing to forgive me and we can move past that and just grow because this man is somebody who I think I'll always love like even if we're not like in a serious type of relationship right now I feel like he's somebody who I will always have in my life somebody who I will always love like I don't know if y'all ever felt that way but just me talking about him my emotions are just I feel caught up in my emotions for him I really just wanted to get this off of my heart and say that maybe love does exist, you know. Um, these feelings don't come by every day, but peace for now, y'all. Stay real cool. Hey what's up y'all? It's your girl Miss Jazz on my hashtag beautiful underscore pain podcast. What it do, what it do. So today, um Thursday and I'm doing really well in school. I'm proud of myself for that. However, um, I have had to pull my son out of school dealing with DPS once again. Um, he was in the school for about three weeks and the teachers honestly were just super disrespectful, definitely harassing parents and there's just a lot going on. So, you know, in the state of Colorado, legally, a child is not, um, does not have to be enrolled into school until the age of six. My son is only five years old, and so we're doing online schooling. I Come sit over here. I actually just um, paid made a payment for this online schooling called Adventure Academy. And it's originally, it's from ages eight to 16. Um, however, my son is only five, and he's learning. You know, at an eighth grade, there was an eight-year-old level. So that'd be cool for when he is back in school. Um, I got him on a list for a school that we're gonna try out in a different district. Um, There's just a waiting list. So hopefully by the time he gets accepted, we're mobile and are in motion. Um, I've been wanting to update my podcast for a couple days and I really just haven't taken the time to do it. Like whenever I come up with an idea to talk into my mic, I'm like doing something else. So this is just me pretty much making an update. We are getting him a computer, so that he can do online schooling through this program that I just recently paid for. We tried it out yesterday and it was pretty cool. He liked it so far. And so as far as group activity goes, I'm just gonna look for like a dojo so he can do kickboxing, karate, or you know maybe this summer he can do baseball or football. I'm gonna go ahead and look into some sports for him to be involved in group activities, because that's really all school is when they're this young and with the way that my life is set up because of the choices that I've made for myself, um, I just go ahead and take it as time, you know, to raise my kid. I was excited to jump back in the workforce and be able to accumulate some money just because I'm not comfortable with my living arrangement these days. I'll go ahead and update my podcast on that because there's a lot going on behind the scenes with that as well. But yeah, for the most part, I mean, just steady picking my face up off the ground. Lot behind the scenes, I recently just had some business cards ordered. Because for those of you who have been rocking with me on my social media and on my podcast, and just in general, know that I have taught myself how to do acrylic and poly gel nails. So there's been a couple places that I've gone and I've seen girls with nails, and I'm like, Oh, your nails are pretty, but in my mind, I'm like, I could probably do them much better so I went ahead and made some cards I'm just waiting for them to get here so I can pass them out and just stock up on some um, more um, stock up on some more supplies eventually as I start taking clients but right now I'm just focused on school and my kid Um, I was recently scammed out of a large amount of money I'm not going to speak numbers because my business financially. But I went ahead and gave it to God really. I put it in, I didn't put it in offering, but I put it in the prayer from Dropbox at church. And so sit up. Son. I'm just being patient. You know, we all reap what we sow. So the person who stole that money from me and my son, I just hope it was worth whatever they needed it for and the karma that's coming that way from that. Oh, yeah. it is for now. What? Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Miss Jazz on my hashtag beautiful underscore pain podcast. What it do? What it do? Happy October. It is mid-October and we're out here in Colorado and it started snowing last night. So me and my son are just outside enjoying this nice, beautiful Colorado snow weather. Um, I wanna talk a little bit about, you know, what's going on in the black culture as far as schooling for young children go. I personally do not trust Denver's public school system at all with young minority children. Minority speaking on, you know, young black kids, young Mexican kids, or even the white people who grew up in ghetto communities. Um, From my experience, you know, my son just turned five years old this year, and he's been in school since he was 16 months. Uh, I started off putting him in a daycare, and then I transitioned him to a school when he was three, which was really a big mistake. Um, And seeing as how my son is literally my only child and kind of my only family that I have, you know that I've had for a long time. I notice everything about his behavior, about his intellectual, everything about my child. I notice, especially when he's coming home from school, saying weird things and doing weird things that are abnormal for a household. And so, um, over this past three years, we've tried three different schooling locations and have had very bad experiences with each one. And so, at this point, I'm kind of just like, you know what? it's better off homeschooling your child unless you're able to pay tuition for them to go to a good school. And so right now my son is doing online schooling. I went about uh, making a purchase on a laptop for him. Um, They have um, some really good programs out here in Colorado as far as being able to purchase computers at affordable price. So I went ahead and just purchased my son a laptop and paid the online tuition for an online school for him. And so far it's working out pretty good. Um, And I myself am uh, going to school online so it works out. I'm really grateful that I was able to, you know, make the choice of being able to go to school online or on campus because I feel like if I would have chosen to go to school on campus when I put my son back into school, I would probably, have to, I would probably be in a really bad situation right now because seeing as how I've had to pull him out of that school due to harassment on the staff's behalf, mind you, my child wasn't even there for a full month. So I'm happy that I made the decision to do online courses because I'm able to be with my child and still be able to make progress in my own life. And so this is really just a Touch Bases episode, Touch Grounds, I haven't updated my podcast in like a week or so. And so this is just me, you know, being social, reaching out to society. Um, I have a lot going on on my social media right now and I'm kind of just debating. I'm thinking I'm going to go ahead and make a new Instagram. I really like Instagram because it reminds me of a scrapbook. And growing up, I always liked those type of things like scrapbooking and arts and crafts. And so I think I'm getting ready to just go ahead and make an Instagram under my son's name and under my um, business account. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I have Um, Went about investing and patenting an idea for um, to be able to generate royalties for my child So I'm probably just gonna go ahead and start making accounts for the uh, for that business. Yes I am a business owner Working on it slowly but surely, you know great things take time and that's another reason why in today's society I am grateful for technology because with the advancement of technology it's just it's so much easier to become your own person your own boss and things like that and so this is Miss Jazz on my hashtag beautiful underscore pain podcast and I just wanted to update and say what it do what it do y'all have a blessed day peace hey what's up y'all it's your girl Miss Jazz on my hashtag beautiful underscore pain podcast what it do what it do so I haven't stepped to the mic in a little while, but I'm back now and I'm feeling like, you know, a little bit good and good spirits, a little bit more in good spirits overall. And um, I talked to my mom today. I don't have a close relationship with my mom and I come to the conclusion that it's because my mom doesn't like kids like i'm not saying that in a mean way but when my mom was younger i feel like she was forced to raise her brother and sister so when she had kids of her own she kind of just didn't want to do it anymore and i get it now that i'm older i understand you know the perception the perspective, her point of view and at the same time we all go through our life situations and it makes us our characters so overall you know i said all of that to say just When I was a kid, I didn't have a really good relationship with my mother, but now as I'm mature and I'm like an adult now, our conversations are more intellectual and like, like more balanced than what they were growing up. And so that's a good feeling. I'm feeling good about that. And uh, I pretty much just got a family update because I'm kind of like the antisocial one of my family i just don't like to be involved in everybody else's lifestyle so i tend to just stick to my own goals and ambitions and take care of my child and stay out the way but i do reach out from time to time and try to be like at the utmost respect and good spirits when i do reach out because like i said everybody has their own life situations that we're going through and um sometimes people just need to be checked on to know that they are loved and they are appreciated. So yeah, go ahead and call a loved one. Just let them know you're checking up on them. That's like for a long time. Um, my father who passed away in 2009, he actually died in his sleep. Um, I believe it may have been from a heart attack cause he did foam at the mouth and he just didn't wake up on Valentine's day in 2009. And so rest in peace to a real one, Tony Guyton, that's my father. And, um, a.k.a. P. Meezy. And, uh, yeah, I said all that to say that I don't even remember now. To be honest, we all go through our own stuff. And, oh, he had a great aunt. Excuse me, I lost my track of that. His favorite aunt, it was like his second mom. Um, you know, I'm talking about reaching out to loved ones, checking up on them, letting them know that you miss them, you love them. You know, that they're in your thoughts at least, because you never know, you know, what's going to happen today because tomorrow does not exist and yesterday is gone so all we really have is this moment so um, I'm not saying always act on impulse but when it comes to you know someone crossing your mind don't be afraid to reach out even if you guys had like a miss a very bad miscommunication or uh, misunderstanding at the end of y'all's relationship if that person crosses your mind Um, Don't be like weird about it, but just say, hey, you know, I was just thinking about you. Or even if it's a family member, like, for example, my father, his great aunt, well, his aunt, my great aunt. um, I have been thinking about her for a long time, like for months at a time, to be honest. I don't know why I always thought about her, but I just did. She was one of my favorite people growing up. And I finally just... Got the courage and picked up the phone and I called her and I checked up on her and me and my son ended up going to go visit her and we had a long good intellectual conversation and she put me up on some wisdom because you know with age is wisdom and she is my great aunt shout out to you auntie you know who you are and uh, that's my auntie Brenda (laughs) but yeah overall you know just don't be afraid to let people know that. You do cross their mind, time to time, even if you guys, like, if you don't want to be associated with them or whatever. Like right now, as I said that, one of my friends, you know, who I've been friends with for a long time, just growing up, we were always in the same circle, but we went to different high schools and everything. Uh, We are more like cousins more than anything, because we never went to school together. Well, except for when we were younger younger, but we stopped talking for a while. And honestly, some of my best memories are with this girl. So. You know, I think about her often, but I just don't want to reach out because I'm not sure where her mind is at, and I don't know what she has going on in her life. Um, but, you know, I may have to reach out when the time is right and just let her know, like, hey, I'm sending you some love. However, I did, like I planned on getting her a Christmas gift, you know, and that was my way. going to be checking up on her. So shout out to you, and eh? if you over there, if you hear me, I don't know if you tune into my podcast, but if you do, there's your shout out. <laughs> um but overall like all is well in my world y'all and today is a beautiful day all is well in my world today is a beautiful day peace for now